What is up? Welcome back to Not Your Normal Podcast. As you know, it's brought to you by iFilm Cinema, Cinema for Everyone. This podcast is available to you on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, or wherever you get your podcast. So, as you know, by the last episode, by now, Kyler has had his baby. Congratulations, Kyler and Brittany on little baby Shepard Ryan Durham. Little boy, very healthy boy. Once again, congratulatories, congratulations. Uh, while Kyler's away on, I guess, parent duty or dad duty, um, it's just, it's going to be me and whoever. Well, on this episode, uh, it's just me. And I haven't done this in a really long time. The last time I actually recorded a podcast by myself, if uh, I highly doubt anybody that listens to this podcast recalls, but uh, me and Kyler actually covered it on the the first episode of the Not Your Normal podcast, of this podcast. Um, we talked about how we tried to make a podcast a couple years ago, and it just sort of fell apart. And that was actually the last time I recorded an episode by myself. And it wasn't near as, you know, quality as our podcasts are now or anything of, you know, anything close to that nature, actually. And that podcast was only 30 minutes. And this, these are, you know, an hour. So we'll see how this goes. If it's short, it's short. If it's a little long, which there's almost no chance that it's going to be, it's a little long. Oh, well, it's my podcast. I do what I want. Um, so I'm sort of struggling on what to find to talk about, you know, basically talk to myself for, for an hour. And then I sort of thought about it and there's actually a lot going on, on the planet in the USA right now, you know, Nigeria, for instance, uh, there's a big SARS epidemic in Nigeria right now. So if you're from Nigeria, know anybody from Nigeria, excuse me, um, hope you're safe and well. Um, you know, I hope everyone, uh, I don't think on my laptop right now, I don't think we have any listeners from Nigeria. I know we have a couple from Cape town, South Africa. Um, but if we have listeners in Nigeria, I hope you're safe and well, hope the SARS epidemic over there is, ends a lot, uh, ends a lot quicker and, you know, a lot more smoother than what the coronavirus has done to you know, us over here in the States. But other than that, what's going on in the States, uh, you know, I'm recording this on a Thursday. Uh, as I record this, the presidential debate, you know, finally wrapped up. Um, I guess I'll look into see what, you know, what was said. Let's see a presidential debate. The final presidential debate live updates from CNN one hour ago, key moments from the presidential debate. So, uh, I'm just going to read this from this from CNN.com. It's basically just what was, what was talked about and stuff like that. And I'll just, I'll run through it real quick. A lot like how Kyler and Jacob do on the Academy of conspiracy, which is just, you know, running through the facts real quick and sort of giving my opinion on it. Uh, let's see here. President, as you know, president Trump and, Democrat nominee Joe Biden faced off tonight during the last 2020 presidential debate. Um, let's see here. If you're just tuning in, here's some key moments from the night. Um, so they were talked tonight. Uh, they were asked tonight about, uh, you know, health care problems living under the coronavirus pandemic. 
foreign uh, interference in U.S. elections, children separated from their parents, and a bunch of other things. I'll sort of cover the... I'm sorry, I'm... I normally, we normally record this from, you know, our Kyler's house, where our actual studio stuff is at. I'm at home right now. So, um, living into the coronavirus pandemic, uh, Trump says it'll go away. And as I said, we're rounding the turn. Uh, we're rounding the corner. It's going away. Trump says we're lean, uh, we're learning to live with it. People are learning to die with it, Biden said. Healthcare, um... Trump has long said that he will unveil a plan to replace Obamacare that would continue to protect those with pre-existing conditions. However, it has yet to do so. People deserve to have an affordable health care, period, 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 Biden said. And the Biden care proposal will provide that um, for an interference with the U.S. elections. They will pay the price if I'm elected, Biden said, specifically referring to the interference by China, Russia and Iran. They're interfering with American sovereignty. That's what's going on. The president said he was informed of the recent election interference efforts and underscore director of national intelligence John Ratcliffe assessment that the efforts by Iran and Russia and were done to undermine Trump's candidacy. Uh, God, I can't talk. Candidacy. And I knew all about that, Donald. The Donald said. Um, I'm trying to keep this episode... Oh, this is a good one. I have to talk about this relationship with North Korea leader Kim Jong-un. I have a very good relationship with him. Different kind of guy, but he probably thinks the same thing about me. We have a different kind of relationship and we have a very good relationship and there is no war, Trump said. He's talked about his good buddy, who's a thug, a thug, and he talks about how we're better off. And they have much more capable missiles, able to reach the U.S. territory much more easily than they ever did before, Biden said. He said he would only meet with a North Korean leader on one condition, that he would agree that he would be drawing down his nuclear capacity. Huh. Okay. So, I mean, we try to keep this podcast very unpolitical and stuff like that, but obviously the world we live in, it's sort of, I, you know, sort of impossible to get around when it's almost always in your face at some point in time, whether it's on Twitter or Instagram or, you know, even Snapchat with their little Snapchat stories, I mean, even TikTok. Um, you know, my, I've never, I've never leaned one way or the other really. And I don't think I actually do lean one way or the other. Um, I guess, depending on who you ask and who my, you know, if you ask my friends what they think, which way I lean, they'll probably have multitudes of answers for you but me personally I don't think I lean one way or the other my whole thought process on presidential elections and specifically Donald Trump as our president I know most you know some people think he's a terrible president some think people think he's a great president I'm sort of right in the middle um I think that I just me personally, Donald Trump to me is somebody who, who, you know, he, he says what he feels, he says what he thinks, which I respect that to some degree. Um, I think that's a good quality to have, which is, you know, not being afraid to speak your mind. I always think that's a positive thing in anybody, which is not being timid and not being afraid of what 
people will say, you know, in backlash to you. I think that's a great quality to have um, as a normal person. But I think sometimes in certain situations, it's a bad thing. Um, So, for instance, you know, Donald Trump, who is one of those people who will speak his mind, you know, whenever he feels like it. And he's not afraid of, you know, what people say back or anything, which is great. But I think, you know, when you're the president of the United States, it sort of needs to be toned back. You can say certain things, but not not everything that you would normally say. Um, But back to I'll go back to what I was talking about. I don't think I either. I don't think I lean one way or the other. I'm right in between. And when I say that, I mean. In, you know, what year is it? 2020 and 2016, when Donald Trump was elected, I was working at Starbucks at the time, which. It had no effect on me. I mean, I worked at Starbucks and then me quitting Starbucks and me, me and Kyler starting iFilm Cinemas and starting this podcast and starting the Conspiracy Podcast and Kyler starting, starting a sports podcast. You know, people tune into Kyler Sports Podcast to obviously listen to his opinions on what's going on in the world of sports. You know, zero political influence on that. People tune into that to hear Kyler's opinion on said sport he's talking about that episode same thing goes with Kyler and Jacob on the Academy of Conspiracy podcast which is they tune in to listen to Kyler and Jacob break down popular conspiracy theories on stuff they either knew about or they didn't know about but they were interested in but never took the time out of the out of their day to you know do the studying for themselves sort of an a, a you know a a bridge to those people that are interested in the conspiracy life to sort of learn about things they, you know, knew about, but didn't know all the details of, or didn't know about that. They just, you know, found interesting. And the same thing with this. Um, I don't think the presidency or uh, Donald Trump has affected me and Kyler's podcast whatsoever. If, or in specifically speaking on my half, what I do is, you know, I make videos and I shoot weddings and I make a podcast. When you, you know, you're a wedding videographer or a cinematographer, whatever word you want to use, you know, when you're talking to a client, they're not going to ask you, you know, what side, you're a Democrat or you're a Republican. They don't, that doesn't matter. It's, can you make us a good wedding video? Same thing sort of applies to this right here, this podcast, which is, all of our fans that listen to the podcast and all of our, you know, people that like to listen to our podcast, they don't tune in because me and Kyler are hardcore Democrats or hardcore Republicans or hardcore conservatives or, or hardcore liberals. They tune in because they find me and Kyler's content worth listening to, which me and Kyler are both very grateful for and very appreciative for. And hopefully when this pandemic is over and things are back to normal or at least more normal than they have been the past, you know, eight months, me and Kyler can, you know, meet some people that are fans of the show, make merch to give out, do cooler stuff like that. But as far as the presidency goes on in my head, which is it's, it's never going to affect what I do. So I've never had a, hardcore opinion on it like some people 
Um, but to the people that do have hardcore opinions on it and have a valid reason to have those opinions, I have nothing against them. It's just, it's just not for me. I don't think it's ever going to be for me because of the career route I have taken. And I think that it sort of goes the same for Kyler, which is Kyler wants to be a pilot, but at the same time, he also wants to do this. So whichever career path he, you know, goes down, which be it a pilot or be it this right here, I don't think it's ever going to affect him in a way that's life changing, which I guess is a good thing, but some people would see it, see it as a bad thing, you know, un-American, unpatriotic to that. I, you know, I don't know what to tell you. I don't really care to be honest, but that's your opinion. You're allowed to have it, but that's, that's really about it. That's my take on the presidential 2020 debate. Um, if Joe Biden wins, he wins. If Donald Trump wins, he wins and he serves his, you know, second term and and in four years, you have a different president. Either way it goes, doesn't really matter to to me. It's not going to affect me in a way that my life changes drastically or at all. Because in all honesty, past four years, I think my life has been pretty good. Um, I don't think, at least not noticeable to me, that it's a, you know it's changed my life in any way, shape, or form. So... Whoever wins, whoever wins, congratulations to our next president. Um, I did pretty good on that. I took up about 13 minutes talking about the presidential candidacy. This might be a lot easier than I thought. So I thought I would take this opportunity of this podcast, this episode of the podcast, to sort of talk about stuff that I don't really get to talk about on the podcasts with Kyler, which, you know, me and Kyler's when me and Kyler record together, you know, me and Hayden or Kyler and Kyler and Jacob, Kyler and Hayden, me and Tyler, you know, whoever's on the podcast at the time, our subject matter, it's very random, but at the same time, if you, you know, go back and listen to all 100 and whatever episodes they're they all have similar, similar, uh, content which are, you know, sports, obviously, because me and Kyler are both very much into sports, Kyler more so than me. Um, but that's our, our, that's our, that's a constant in our podcasts, pretty much for every single episode we've done. It's a constant, which is a good thing because sports, I believe bring the world together, which I think I give credit to us talking about sports is why this podcast is doing as well as it is now because everyone has an opinion on sports except for the people that aren't into sports, which are very few people. Everyone out there, for the most part, has a sport that they're into, whether it be you know basketball, uh, football, baseball, hockey, golf, boxing, uh, tennis. And me and Kyler, for the most part, are very knowledgeable on all the major sports, which are being obviously basketball, football, baseball, golf, uh, soccer, tennis, stuff like that. And, um, but I figured I'd take this opportunity on this episode to sort of talk about stuff we don't, we talk about, but not a lot. So me being a big, 
video person, a big movie person. I had some, uh, I was going through Twitter and Instagram and stuff like that and taking a look at what I could possibly talk about. And I would love to, uh, anyone had a, uh, we talked about this for a small tidbit a couple episodes ago. The movie, um, uh, the movie, the Batman that's coming out, I believe in 2021 with Robert Pattinson and Colin Farrell and a couple other people. Um, I think it's made by Matt Reeves. I'm pretty sure is making the movie. Um, I'm, I'm just speaking my opinion on, it. I'm very excited for that movie. Um, I remember when Robert Pattinson, when everyone found out that Robert Pattinson was the, was getting the role as Batman, obviously Robert Pattinson, he's known for his role in twilight and that's pretty much it. But I think it's very, uh, quick, a very quick judgment, quick judgment to all the people that wrote off Robert Pattinson to play the Batman, uh, I think they were very quick to judge. Um, he's He was recently in a movie called The Devil All the Time with at, uh, that actually had Tom Holland in it. It's a Netflix movie. And he's phenomenal in that. Um, he's in a couple other movies as well that I just can't think of right now at the time. But he's a tremendous actor to me. Um, and I think he'll play the Batman well. I don't know why the Batman was the first movie I thought of to talk about. Um, another movie that I'm looking forward to that was actually supposed to come out in September, uh, the Candyman, which if you don't know, the Candyman, um, actually originally came out, I believe in 1990, uh, I gotta look it up. Candyman 1992, uh, directed by, uh, Bernard Rose. It's about, uh, it's an, it's an urban legend. You know, it's an urban legend horror movie. It's a urban legend, urban legend horror slasher movie, which is the story of the Candyman goes. Uh, you know, you look in a mirror, you say his name five times. He comes and he kills you. Very, you know, it's very classic, almost campfire horror story motif, which is sort of like um. Like I'll use, for example, uh, Freddy, um, Freddy is another classic horror story, campfire story. You have a guy goes through a tragedy, um, something bad happens to him. He comes back with a vengeance. Same with Jason Voorhees, um, up tough upbringing, different, you know, he's different as a kid gets picked on, bullied. He drowns in a lake. He comes back. And kills the people that go to Camp Crystal Lake. Um, Candyman. Tragedy happens to the man who plays the Candyman. He comes back with a vengeance. And you basically, he's he's, he's a murderer. He's a murderer. And he goes on a murder spree. Whoever says his name five times in a mirror comes back and kills him. The only thing that doesn't really follow the the, the classic horror story you know, motif is Halloween, which is coming up, by the way. It's, uh, this episode comes out on the 23rd. So in about seven, you know, a week from now, it's, it'll be Halloween. Um, which that one's different. It's very similar, but at the same time, different. This guy's a human. All these other people are, you know, ghosts, 
demons, whatever you want to call them, they're, they come back from the grave. Michael Myers is a human. He's a massive human just with a, he's a, he's a psychopath. He's a sociopath. He just wants to kill to kill. But I said all that basically to get at that. The new Candyman that was supposed to come out September 25th, in my opinion, it's, you know, produced by Jordan Peele, who is a horror movie expert. I know he was on Key and Peele and he was a comedy expert, but this man is a horror movie expert. I think that movie will be fantastic. I think it'll be, I think, to be honest, I think it might be better than the original. I'll have to go back and rewatch the original closer to whenever we have an actual, actual release date to sort of have a closer comparison, but it's sort of hard to go against Jordan Peele's track record with get out us and antebellum, which if you haven't seen antebellum yet, it's fantastic. Surprise, surprise. It's Jordan Peele project. It's going to be fantastic. Um, I'm trying to think of, I had something to say and I completely lost my train of thought, which sort of has me stuck. Oh, well, who cares? Back to Candyman. Um, in Halloween, it's, you know, it's October, it's Halloween time. Um, I might as well go on and say it. Um, I would like for the people that listen to this, um, I would love to get some opinions on it. So if you, uh, I normally say this at the end of the episode and I will say it again at the end of the episode, add me on Instagram at iFilmAaron or Snapchat at AaronCross15 and chat me up about what you like in movies, what movies you like, what's your opinion on. If you're a horror movie person, I would love to hear your opinion on what you think, you know, Candyman's going to be like or any other horror movie that's coming out that I didn't mention. Um, and maybe even have you on as a guest for the Halloween episode if you message me in time. Um, which we will have a Halloween episode. So next week we'll have a the Tuesday episode, obviously. The Friday episode. And just like last year, we'll have an episode that comes out on Halloween. Like a Halloween special where we talk about all things Halloween. Horror movies, slasher movies, scary movies, paranormal stuff, Halloween pranks. Just Halloween as a holiday in general. So be, be, be ready to look out for that, which I'm very excited for. I'm always excited to record the Halloween episode last year. I was very excited about it. We had, uh, our friend Hayden on, which I think was a great episode this year. Um, if Kyler's back, um, we'll have obviously me and Kyler and somebody else, hopefully, uh, Kyler's back. But if he's not, um, I'm looking for getting, um, looking to getting my friend Brad, uh, on that episode, um, if you don't know who Brad is, I referred to him on the last episode that came out on Tuesday as my uh, <laughs> as my uh, movie and music connoisseur. He's my uh, he's the guy I go to when I listen to a song and don't know where they got the sample or I can't remember what year a movie came out. And he instantly knows off the top of his head. That's somebody who I really like to talk to around for the Halloween episode. Someone who just knows their stuff, basically. Um, I think that'll be pretty cool to have him on there. And if Kyler's back, he's back. If not, it might just be me and Brad, or we might find somebody um, that messaged me on you know Instagram or Snapchat that is way more into it than me and Brad are, and they got a whole they have a whole new insight to the world of you know Halloween 
you know, Halloween antics or whatever you want to call it. That'd be really cool. But switching the pace of it real quick, of this podcast at least real quick, something that me and Kyler, uh, Kyler normally covers it on the the KSO at the very end where he talks about people with, you know, depression and stuff like that. I think me and Kyler, we hardly ever have an episode where we get very serious. Um, on our, I know on our, our 100th episode, we got pretty, you know, we got serious towards the end of it because it was our hundredth episode. And, you know, we thanked our fans and thanked all the people that came on the podcast and, you know, the people that make having this possible. But as far as like deeper, deeper topics, we hardly ever get to talk about it. And it's not because we don't want to, it's just because we don't, we don't want to do it all the time. And it doesn't come up, especially in the world we live in now, which is, so social media driven it's so it's so surface level driven that it's sort of hard to talk about it especially when you have you know you got a pandemic going on so you have to cover that you got a president's you know a president debate a presidential debate or a presidential election that for the most part people are calling the most important presidential election of all time you got to talk about that you got to cover that and especially when you have two people that are so sports minded and all the sports are going on at once because of the pandemic, we got to talk about that. You know, you have the NBA bubble, you have the MLB playoffs, you got, you know, the NFL starting up, you got golf coming back, you got the Masters coming back in November, you got UFC events going on in Abu Dhabi. There's so many things to talk about. You hardly, you know, in an hour show, you never get the chance to talk about, you know, deeper stuff. And I, you know, back to what I said earlier, take this, I'm going to take this opportunity of this podcast by myself to talk about things that we don't get to talk about. And Kyler, if you're listening, if this episode does well and people like this episode, maybe we should do it a little more often. Cause I think it's something that people, people like to like to hear. They like to know, they like to know your opinion on more touchy subjects. So I was having a conversation earlier today at the gym uh with my friend Jaden on how he I don't want to say how he views the world but how he views the world through other people so he my friend Jaden works at the gym in Sherman and we're somehow got on the topic of how every it seems like everybody that comes in you know, he's a, he works the front desk goes, he, so his job is obviously, you know, you walk in through the front door, you go, Hey, you know, what's up? How are you doing? You know, have a good workout, blah, blah, blah. And he said, most of the time, you know, 95% of the time when somebody comes in and goes, Hey, how are you today? They go, I'm barely making it. Or I'm just wishing this day would be over. And he, he, he he brought up a very interesting point, which was we live in a, a world where everyone has some sort of issue, which I didn't say it out loud at the time, but I agree with, and I don't, I don't agree with at the same time. I think that, I think that we do live in a world where there are a lot of things going on and a lot of people do have depression. I'm not, you know, downplaying that whatsoever. It's a, it's a matter of, I don't like using this term, but (laughs) the snowflake generation which are 
if you don't know, snowflakes are, you know, the people that get offended by almost everything, um, take things, you know, to heart way too quickly, which they're the kids or the people that uh, give their, you know, they hype their children up for participation trophies. Like when me and Kyler were growing up, participation participation trophies weren't a thing. Like they were a thing, but that's not what you played sports to do. And if I refer to sports a lot in this, it's just because that's what I grew up knowing. That's what I know the best uh, other than movies and stuff like that. But I could compare it to like, you know, if you say, for instance, you have a you made a movie and it gets submitted for an Oscar nomination. Of course, you're happy because it's the Oscars. You have an Oscar nomination. You did something that almost no one ever gets just to be nominated. But are you there just because you want to get nominated? No, you're there because you want to win. Same thing for sports. You don't play basketball to get out there and just play. Of course you get out there to just play because you you love the game of basketball, but you get out there to play the game of basketball that you love to win. Nowadays, it's a it's a matter of, oh, you got out there, you gave it your best, you know, better luck next time which is okay to say, but at the same time, if you didn't win, you obviously did something wrong to put yourself in a position that you lost. If you're okay with that, something's either you don't feel as passionately about that certain subject that you thought you did, or you're just one of the people that are okay with giving it your best and sort of moving on, which is a big part of this generation that or this time that we live in everyone's so okay with being okay if that makes sense people are so okay with just being you know a normal person people are okay with just you know being okay and I don't think that's a a good thing and I think that comes from if you have you know that comes from a place of either you know, home life or, you know, a tough situation, depression, anxiety, whatever it derives from. But at the same time, it also comes for the people that don't have any of those problems. It comes from a place of just, you just, you want to fit in, which is okay. It's just at the same time, why do you want to fit in? Like be different. Being different is what gets you, gets you things in life. You know, my, my favorite athlete of all time is Kobe Bryant. Um, and I vividly remember, I mean, I watched this video the other night. I vividly remember watching this video on Kobe Bryant the other night on how he, he, I mean, he's, if you're a basketball fan, if you're a basketball fan, you know, this, he was, he's, he was built different. He's different. You know, the whole mama mentality thing, which is you can get up in the morning at, say you go to, you know, you get up in the morning at eight o'clock and you train from this is a direct quote from Kobe Bryant, by the way. You get up in the morning at eight o'clock, you eat for an hour, eight to nine. You go train for three hours, you know, ten to ten to one. You come home, you relax, you you know, you rest, you heal, you eat, you know, that's five to say five to seven. 
and then you go back to the gym and train from 7.30 to 10.30. And then you go home, you eat one more time, you go to bed, you know, you shower, you go to bed, you go to bed at midnight and do it all over again. You've trained three times that day, but only four, you know, three hours, three hours, and three hours. You've only trained for, or two hours, two hours, and three hours. You've only trained for seven hours. That's what the regular person would do. When you look at it from the outside in, you're like, oh man, he put in some work today. He trained, you know, he trained all day almost. But in reality, you have somebody on the other hand, like Kobe Bryant, who thinks different, which is what if you went to bed at, what if you got up in the morning at four and you ate a quick meal from four to four thirty, and then you train from five to eight. Then you get back home, you relax, you eat a real breakfast, and then you go back and train from 10 to 1. Then you come home and you eat, and then you go back and train from 2 to 5, go home, eat, relax, heal, and then you go back again and you train from, you know, 6.37 to 10. And then you take the two hours you have left in the day to go home, relax, heal, and decompress. And you go to bed around 11. Yeah, you're losing three hours of sleep, but you also put in six more hours of training than the next person. So by the time you, you know, you do that for a whole summer, you're now, you know, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of hours ahead of the competition. And it's just, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a mental state, which is wanting to be different. And I know I sort of got off on a tangent on that, but I just thought it was interesting that Jaden pointed out that most people come in and say, Oh, I wish my day was going better. Or I wish this day would end. And it's a, (laughs) I got off on a tangent and I honestly forgot where I was going with it, but it's just, it's a, I don't know. It was just an interesting way it, that's all that rushed through my mind whenever Jaden said that to me earlier. And I just thought like, that's, that's crazy. Like, like me, I, I know I can work harder and I'm, I, you know, I, if you ask people that I know my friends or, you know, I'm probably closer to my friends than I am my family, but I talk to my friends more than my family. If you talk to my friends, they'd say that, you know, I'm probably, I'm always working. Like I don't sleep. I'm always thinking about the podcast. I'm always thinking about how to make it better, which is a great thing. But to me, I'm not satisfied with that. And I'm not going to let, you know, my bad day get in the way of me making myself better. If that makes sense. So when Jaden said that people come in the gym, they always have the same response was, I wish this day was over. It sort of blew my mind because we live in Sherman. It's a small town. I mean, it's not tiny, tiny. It's small compared to surrounding metropolitan areas like Dallas, which have like a million people. We only got like 30 to 40,000. But we live in a place that doesn't have, it's a very, it's not a city. You know, you go to a city like Dallas or Austin, San Antonio, Houston, they're so progressive and they're so fast thinking. Everything's always on the go because everyone's so busy there. There's always something to do in comparison to here, which is there's nothing ever going on. 
to me, I always I thought it was weird that people, you know, that Jaden was telling me that people like I wish this day was over. I wish, you know, I wish this. I wish that. I wish this. I wish that. It's strange to me that you don't take that as an opportunity to make something more of that day. If that makes sense, like before me and Kyler started this podcast, like, of course, you always have your small town musicians and stuff like that, that that want to sing or they want to <laughs> in today's today's world, they want to be rappers, but they don't ever do anything with it past a certain point because it gets a little too hard or it gets, uh, it gets stagnant. They're not, they want overnight success, which it doesn't happen that way. I mean, it happens that way with some people. Some people just make a video and it blows up for no absolute reason, which, you know, congrats to them. But for the most part, you gotta you gotta work for it. You gotta do something. And before me and Kyler started the podcast, there's not a place there was never really anybody from Sherman who really did anything too crazy popular on a and I'm just comparing it to this, to you know, media side because that's what we do, that did anything super like media side wise that got super popular. Like obviously you have athletes, but that's also very rare too. Also, it has to do with genetics as well. You know, not everyone gets to grow up to be six, seven and two fifty and can fly through the air like certain people. But, uh, I just thought it was strange that so many people just have negative experiences throughout their day that like everyone has negative experiences throughout their day. But it's so it was shocking to me that so many people take that with them throughout their whole day. Like, you know, you spilled coffee on your shirt at work, ruin your whole day. My day's messed up from that here on out. Not not really. You can still do something. Oh, my car broke down and I had to spend, you know, a hundred dollars to get it fixed. Well, yeah, I understand that not everyone's a millionaire, but for the most part everyone has a hundred bucks that they can spend on something they need to get fixed. But it's crazy to me that the people let tiny stuff like that ruin their day. And he made a point that everyone thinks they have depression or or anxiety, which isn't true. It's a real thing. But we live in a time that's so that everyone's so quick to blame it on that. It's not that you have depression or anxiety. It's that you, they need a scapegoat. Why are you so sad? Oh, I have depression. What ha- what's wrong with you? I had a bad day. You let that ruin your day? I'm depressed. I think that it should be a complete 180, which is, I mean, yeah, I had a mishap at work today or I had a mishap with my car earlier today, but I'm still going to try and make, you know, something something out of the day. And it was just shock. It was just honestly shocking to me that so many people uh, have a terrible you know, they have a terrible experience throughout their day and they bring it with them and they, you know, I'm not married or anything like that, but I, you know, I, you know, I watch movies and I watch news and I watch a bunch of stuff and the cliche is, you know, don't go to bed angry. It's so shocking to me that so many people do. I can only imagine how many people, you know, I'm just going off what Jaden said. If you're willing to bring that into a place where you're going to, you're going to, (laughs) You're going to a place to better yourself, to better your health in a bad mood. 
So I can only imagine that they take that home with them too. Which then leads to, you know, a bad home life and so forth and so on. I just think that it should, to me, it just, it should be different. That's all I'm, that's all I was saying. That whole tangent on, you know, me going all the way to Kobe Bryant and back. That's all I was getting at. It was just, it was shocking to me that so many people bring their tiny mishaps in such a big way and want to blame it on depression, anxiety, whatever it is. For the most part, I want to say if they have depression, if they are, if they are, you know, they're prone to anxiety attacks and stuff like that. Um, you know, I hope they get better and I hope they're working on it. But for the people that don't have it, they just want to quickly blame it on, you know, that I don't think that's the, the way to go. I think that's an easy and a cheap way out. If I'm offending anybody, my apologies. Not really. I don't care. I think you should get over yourself and, as Kobe Bryant say, as Kobe Bryant said, you should always want to be better tomorrow than you were today. If you're not doing that, you do not have the Mamba mentality. That was pretty good. I sort of like doing the podcast by myself. But uh, back to the... Uh, I guess I'll go back to the normal content for a minute. Um, The World Series is on right now. Um, The Los Angeles Dodgers and the Tampa Bay Rays are in the World Series, which is actually being uh, played in Arlington, Texas, you know, right down the road from us, about an hour's drive in the new Globe Life Park, home of the Texas Rangers, who will probably never see a, you know, a MLB World Series anytime soon. Um, but the Tampa Bay Rays and the Los Angeles Dodgers are playing in the World Series right now. The series is tied one to one. Honestly, I was so excited that the Tampa Bay Rays beat the Houston Astros. <laughs> I was so I was so happy f- about that because of the whole cheating scandal. And I mean, that's really about it. I just did not want to see the Astros succeed after the whole cheating scandal. Uh, me personally, I'm a, a Dodgers fan. I'm a big Clayton Kershaw fan. I would love to see the Dodgers win. But at the same time, I'm not a huge baseball like fan. I'm not a fanatic. I'm not a fanatic. I would, If I had a, a preference on which team I would want to win, it would be the Los Angeles Dodgers. But that's just me. Um, anything going I th- The Like I said earlier, the Masters are coming back in November, but that's a whole – basically a whole month away. So there's no need to really talk about it. I mean, I think people that have listened to this podcast before know I'm a huge Tiger Woods fan. I would love to see Tiger win another Masters. That'd be absolutely insane. Um, but that's just my 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 early opinion. If I had to guess who's probably going to win it, I'd probably say somebody like a Brooks Kepka, maybe even Dustin Johnson. Uh, maybe, oh, maybe Jason Day or Jordan Spieth rise from the golf dead and blow us away with a masterful performance of the Masters. Who knows? Uh, but I would like to see Tiger win another one. That'd be fantastic. Um, let's see. UFC, I believe it's what UFC is this weekend. UFC UFC 254 is this weekend. Um, the main event card is, uh, I don't know those two fighters. So, I'll go with the three the three top fights on the main event, which are 
Alexander Volkov versus Walt Harris. Uh, if you don't know who Walt Harris is, he was actually in, involved in a tragedy recently, which involved his stepdaughter being kidnapped and found uh, murdered weeks later. Um, I, you know, that's, I can't imagine what that was like. Um, I would like to see Walt Harris win. I know he fought one time since then, and it was uh, he lost. But I know it was against a top contender in the heavyweight division in the UFC. I would like to see Walt Harris get a win. Um, let's see. The co-main event, which is a, a middleweight fight, basically to see who gets a shot at Israel Adesanya for the middleweight championship sometime in the near future, uh, is uh, between Robert Whitaker and Jared Cannonier. Uh, Robert Whitaker actually was the middleweight champ until Israel Adesanya knocked him out uh, in the second round a couple of UFC uh, a couple of UFC events ago. They're fighting basically for the number one contender spot. You know, basically whoever wins that fight will most likely get the next title shot, whether it be Robert Whitaker and get a get a rematch against Izzy or Jared Cannonier, a newcomer who was actually a heavyweight. Then dropped down to light heavyweight. Now he's at middleweight. And if you don't know the difference between those weight divisions, it's crazy. 185 is middleweight. Lightweight is 205, which is 20 pounds. Heavyweight is 235, which is 30 pounds heavier than light heavyweight. This man is huge. He hits hard. He's a his nickname is the killer gorilla. Like he's he's a monster. But Robert Whitaker is known as the Reaper, so I think that'll be a good fight. Um, I don't have any predictions for the rest of the fights, but the, the only two fights that I have predictions for are the top two fights, which are the co-main and the main event. Uh, my prediction for the middleweight fight with Robert Whitaker and Jared Cannonier is, I want to say Jared Cannonier wins by knockout because that's how he wins. I think it's a just a, I don't want to say a, like a, like he wipes the floor with Robert Whitaker. I think because Robert Whitaker is a great, great UFC fighter. I think it makes it to the second round, but I do think it ends with Jared Cannonier landing that one big shot that Robert that wobbles Robert Whitaker and basically eventually puts him away. And then on to the main event, which I'm pretty excited for. I've already pre-bought the fight, already bought the fight, and I'm ready to watch it. Um, is Justin Gaethje versus Habib Nurmagomedov for the lightweight championship. Habib, uh, as you've heard me and Kyler talk about it before, he's <laughs> he's a unicorn in the sports in the sport of mixed martial arts, UFC, whatever you want to call it. He's 28 no uh in a in a fighting league that that just doesn't happen. Sort of like how Floyd Mayweather is 50 whatever and o in boxing that just doesn't happen. Habib is the same in the UFC. He's 28-0. He's beaten Conor McGregor, um, Michael Johnson. He's beat, you know, he's beat a bunch of people. Ally Quinta. Justin Gaethje, um, he's sort of a newcomer to the UFC. I think it's only his, like, fifth or sixth fight in the UFC. But he's quickly earned his, I mean, quickly earned his spot to fight for the UFC championship. He fought uh, back early pandemic days, back in March. He fought Tony Ferguson, who was supposed to fight Habib. Um, 
<laughs> they, that fight has been made like six times and it's failed all six times. Uh, he beat the shit out of Tony Ferguson, which has never been done to Tony Ferguson ever, which I find, I find this fight super interesting because, you know, leading up to the five or six times that Habib versus Tony Ferguson fight was made. Everybody was like, Tony's the guy that's going to beat him. His style is too awkward. He, he hits too hard. He moves different. He can wrestle. He's a great stand-up guy. He won't let Habib take him to the ground all the time. Habib's going to have to stand there and bang with him for, you know, a little bit before he gets him to the ground. Tony Ferguson was that guy that everyone said had the best chance to beat Habib. Until Justin Gaethje put on the performance of a lifetime against Tony Ferguson. Tony Ferguson tried to take him down. No, you know, Justin Gaethje is a, he's a champion wrestler. It's not going to happen. Tony Ferguson's known for awkward movements and hitting and getting out of the way. Justin landed almost anything he wanted against Tony that night. I watched the fight with my friend Chase and his dad uh, at their house. And that fight was just, there was no, there was no question about it. Justin Gaethje just put on a perfect performance except except for like 10 seconds in the second round where Tony caught him with an uppercut and he dropped him. And but Justin's known for having that that sort of that zombie-like, you know, that zombie-like fighting style where he gets dropped or stunned and he keeps going. He sort of most of the time in UFC fights, when you see a person get stunned or dropped or kicked in the head or punched in the head and they wobble, they, you know, they take a, a moment to gather their breath. They either, you know, they clinch up and hold the person close to them to get their, you know, thoughts back or they back away to clear their head. Justin Gaethje is sort of the exact opposite where he gets clipped or he stumbles or he's stunned or he gets dropped. He just keeps going. It's like the exact opposite. He wants to get hit more to let him know that he's in a fight. And though, I mean, it's hard to bet against Habib in this fight. Obviously <laughs> I'm a, I'm a Conor McGregor fan. So I would like to see Habib lose. I don't think it's going to happen. I would me personally. I would like to see Habib lose or I think, I would like to see Habib go on and beat Justin Gaethje the way that we all know that he probably is, which is he starts the fight off, he throws a couple jabs, some punches, takes Justin to the ground, wears him out, takes him into the, into deep waters, you know, later rounds and taps, you know, chokes him out, submits him. I would like to see that happen. Then Connor and Dustin Poirier fight at 155 to get the number one contender spot. And then Connor, a trained, well-groomed Connor, is someone who's serious about fighting, not the Connor we saw against Habib the first time. I would like to see that Connor at 155 go against Habib for Habib's, you know, either 30 and 0 or Connor takes him and makes him 29 and 1. I would love to see that. I would love to see Connor give him his first L. That'd be as a Connor McGregor fan, that'd be fantastic. Do I think it's going to happen? 
Yeah, I mean, you're, I'm talking about a guy that was 28-0 in the UFC. Probably not. Probably going to, if I had to guess, he's probably going to smother Justin Gagey with crazy wrestling and grappling, wear him out and choke him out, and then whoever he fights next, who he's aiming at, uh, I think Habib said he's aiming at George St. Pierre for a super fight to sort of determine who is the greatest of all time. I <sighs> Sign me up for that fight. I'd love to see it. I think Habib wins that too. He retires at 30-0, and 0, rides off into the sunset as the greatest of all time or at least on the Mount Rushmore of UFC fighters along the side of, you know, John Jones and Hoist Gracie and stuff like that. But that's just my opinion. Don't take my word for it. Who knows? Justin Gaethje could get out there and rock Habib with something we've never seen before and drop him in five seconds like Jorge Masvidal did Ben Askren. By the way, if anyone's seen Ben Askren right, uh, recently, recently, should let his family know. I'm pretty sure he's still dead from that need Orhe Masvidal gave him. Or am I out on time? 52 minutes. I'll go on ahead and wrap this one up um, by saying that uh, I appreciate everybody who listens to the podcast. People that, you know, walk up to me and, me and Kyler, you know, at chipotle or the mall or wherever you see us to the people that go you know that recognize us and tell us that they like the podcast like um this girl named brenda who works at ihop here in sherman the other night uh actually last night she just randomly brought up that she listens to the podcast thank you i think that's cool um if you do listen to the podcast and you see us out in public let us know we love to talk to people like that we love hearing that people you know, actually care about what we have to say. I think it's really cool, but I'll go ahead and wrap this up by saying thank you to all the people that listen to the podcast. Kyler, I hope you're being a, a great father. I think you are. I don't even think, I know you, I know you're being a great father right now to your newborn son, Shepard Ryan Durham. Once again, congratulations on that. Um, ready for you to get back and come record. Um, and back to my normal wrap up, which is you can add me on Snapchat at Aaron Cross 15, Instagram at iPhone Aaron, Twitter at iPhone Aaron 15, um, Not Your Normal Podcast, Academy of Conspiracy, or iPhone Cinemas Productions on Instagram and Twitter, uh, YouTube.com slash Academy of Conspiracy, Not Your Normal Podcast, or iPhone Cinemas Productions. Uh, we have videos up on there. Uh, Kai Sports Opinion comes out every Saturday. Uh, check that out. Uh, actually, uh, our good friend of the show, Hayden, he's actually going to be covering for Kyler on this next episode, the episode that comes out tomorrow of the KSO. So, you know, go listen to that. Listen to Hayden's topics, uh, you know, his takes on sports that Kyler normally doesn't get to cover, like golf and baseball and hockey. Um, Academy of Conspiracy comes out on... The, well, the season finale comes out on uh, next Wednesday, which is the – what date is that? Today's the 23rd, or I guess this episode comes out on the 23rd. So next next Wednesday, the 28th, the uh, season five finale of Academy of Conspiracy with Kyler and Jacob uh, comes out. It's a good one. Um, be sure to you know go listen to that. And as always, um, we have a Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash NYNP. We have two tiers, the normal tier and the average tier. One's $5, one's $10. They get you 
exclusive content, discounts on merchandise, um, opportunities to be on the show, and a bunch of other things. Be sure to go check that out. And I think that's it for me. Um, Be safe. Wash your hands. Wear a mask if you feel like it. No, you should wear a mask uh, to protect yourself and others. And I guess I'll see you on Tuesday. Thanks.